Good morning, Christian America. Did you ever wonder why the Christian American families are the only ones publicly pressured to keeping their beliefs and their values confined to their own households, to their own communities, to their own families, while everyone else is free to spread, quote unquote, their truth to the world and it's a good thing and that they're brave for it and they should continue to do that? Well, we'll discuss that and a lot more on Focus on the Family Fridays. So let's get to it. So good morning, Christian America, and welcome to Focus on the Family Friday. Today we're going to talk about uh, something that's piqued my interest as of late, and that's why is it that Christian Americans and the Christian American families are the families that are pressured publicly and then privately pressured into uh, keeping their faith quiet, keeping their beliefs quiet and not public. Um, it, you know, this kind of stems into the to the public school system, right? Which, which we've you know outlined and, and provided numerous links uh, recently on how the public school system essentially demonizes prayer anytime there's a public prayer in school of any sort whether it be coaches in sporting events or the national anthem is 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 a big deal politically now or private prayers among students for whatever reason that uh, cause outrage and concern amongst our public school system and then uh, naturally all the once once it becomes public naturally all the activists uh, come out and can publicly condemn whatever prayer is being said or whatever a display of religious affection uh, is being uh, displayed and there's a, a, a large condemnation throughout our, our public uh, and uh, throughout our media uh, and, and all these avenues that condemn uh, Christian Americans for their faith but at the same time uh, these same people celebrate and encourage individuals that are not Christian that are uh, that are espousing values that aren't Christian American values whether they're uh, other religions or non-religious or just anti all religions um, whether they espouse views of other countries and as a way of life, as a way to live, those ideas tend to be celebrated amongst our, our public. Um, meanwhile, Christian Americans are demonized. And it's become uh, the, the conversation has shifted. It used to be, there used to be a, a saying amongst you know, those on television, for instance, that, um, you know, what people do in their bedroom, I don't care about, uh, as long as it stays there. But it, does, it doesn't stay there anymore, right? It, it's out in the public. And now that it's out in the public, and it's on full display, it's encouraged, and it's celebrated, uh, and, and, uh, and the exact opposite is true about a once Christian community, a once Christian country here in America where 
Christian faith was celebrated and should be celebrated for recognition that we aren't uh, the, the greatest thing imaginable, that we are subservient to a higher power, to God and his law and his wishes for us and his design in, in, which, in a way that we should live and to live in accordance with his will. Right, to humble ourselves at least at some point in time publicly with, amongst a group of people that rec- and, and recognize that there is one greater than us and because of him we have what we have. And it's amazing to me how that dynamic has shifted in which uh, Christian Americans are forced into uh, isolation almost. It's like we have these little bubbles in which we can worship and only within those bubbles can we worship we can worship in our home we can worship in our church and under certain circumstances we may be able to worship in these designated areas at certain places at certain times Um, but if at any point to include our household and to include our church if we disturb anybody who doesn't share that faith or we trigger them or we um, uh, cause them some sort of anguish based on what we believe uh, and that is in turn some sort of uh, threat against them that that is seen as some kind of threat against them and all of a sudden it must stop and outrage must occur um, and then the powers that be, the earthly powers that be, tend to side with those voices rather than Christian American voices. And it's astounding to me that that's happened so rapidly, probably in the last, you know, 15 years or so. You know, and I'm looking at a, at a survey that was done uh, earlier this year in March by uh, Rasmussen and it, about how many people identify as Christians, right? Because this is uh, uh, astounding to me personally, in which it, it says that uh, 71% of Americans identify as Christian, 71%. So out of a country of 350 million people, 71% is roughly 245 million people, if that's accurate. Now, I think there's some, there's some problems in there Uh, just because people may identify themselves as Christian, but then when you don't know, uh, you know, when you don't act as a Christian, when you don't follow the rules of being a a Christian, if you don't, if you don't study the word of God and you don't try to live out the word of God, if you don't repent for the things that, and for the wrongs that you've done, does that then in turn make you Christian? Those are answers that I won't try to answer. But I think that number um, represents, there's some flexibility in that number. But the point of the matter is that that this country, by and large, at least vocally, uh, identifies themselves as Christian. That means that they believe in Jesus Christ, that Christ walked the earth. And if you believe that Jesus Christ walked the earth and espoused what he espoused, how can you then demonize the Christian American community and the Christian faith when we exercise this belief 
when we publicly announce our beliefs uh, in Christ and our beliefs in this country and want to see people in our community guided back towards him how can that be a bad thing and why did it become such a such a, a uh, an outrageous event that people can can't overcome because 71 percent again that's a lot and that's a lot of youth that's a lot of young people that's a lot of people that are under under 35 so it's it's very concerning to me that quote-unquote christians that identify people that identify as christians can be so hostile to other christians and i think this is a major problem we have in the christian american community why we can't progress back towards christ why can't we move our country and our community back towards christ when 70 percent of the people supposedly believe in christ how does a country like that continue to have a legal abortion how does a country like that get rid of the sanctity of marriage how does a country like that go down the path of religious intolerance that we see towards the Christian American community where we have individuals and organizations at at peaks of power within city government within state government within federal government that are anti religious beliefs that are anti Christian beliefs to where they where they support these terrible terrible ideas that go against the word of god and then not only do they support these things but then they demonize the individuals who are trying to stand up for these things now i don't have all the answers but i bring this to you today to hopefully get your mind uh working and and finding out, doing your own examination of why some of this has taken place. Where do we think the future uh, is going with regards to the Christian American community? Are we going to face at some point uh, persecution similar to what you see overseas in Turkey where the Christians are locked up and beaten and stoned uh, where in the Middle East, where Christians are killed or or taxed until they're forced to flee, in China, where Christian churches are being burned and Christians are being killed, uh, and the Bible is being burned. I mean, Christianity is under attack all around the world. So um, it's important more than ever that Christian Americans here stand strong and stand together and stop allowing the small amounts of uh, doctrinal differences uh, to separate our community whether you're Catholic or Protestant whether you're uh, Methodist or uh, 
Lutheran, I mean, you name it. Whether you're Catholic or Protestant, it doesn't matter because you agree on 98% of what's right and that 2% should not disqualify or prevent our communities from working together. There is room for debate within the Christian American community. There is room for debate amongst the different denominations. There's room for debate on what this passage meant versus what that passage meant and which may or may not have more importance than something else, right? And by all means, we should all have these debates. But the overarching major um, issues we agree with. We agree that there's a God and he created the earth. We agree that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to walk the earth and to provide an example and the law in which how and, and how we should live and how we should interact with each other showing mercy and compassion and love as God has right those are the key elements that we need to rally amongst ourselves and provide to our family members like this is the way to live this is how Jesus said that we should live and we we must always celebrate life in all forms and we must keep the sanctity of marriage we must love Christ above all things and we try to live out his values publicly publicly in the open so that we may gain fellowship and we may gain followers that we make that we may make followers of Christ out of many nations and many people and with this desire of the youth to look for something meaningful and they're turning every which way but they're not turning towards Christ and because they're not turning towards Christ they're open for destruction and I think we see that suicides are at record levels opioid abuse is at record levels death of our youngsters are at record levels and the numbers of people that are spiritual are growing but the number of deaths are growing as well because they're they're looking for something spiritual. They're looking for something meaningful. But they're not being directed toward Christ. They're being directed towards all types of other things. And those other things are leading them down to the path of destruction. And they're breaking up Christian American families. And they're hurting our communities. And so that's something as a, as a father myself and a husband myself and a son my, and a brother myself that I need to address within my own family and my own community. And I encourage, we encourage everyone out, out there listening to do the same. Look into yourself and to those closest to you and help bring them along towards Christ. And 
encourage them to celebrate it publicly encourage them to announce it publicly because that's how we gain membership that's how we gain membership into the christian american community and if we can do that we can change hearts and we can change minds and we can make our communities bigger better and brighter and that will help our country as a whole so with that i uh, hope you guys have a great weekend um, it's been a pretty good week for us here locally don't forget remember if you want to spread the message of christ without having to openly speak to strangers because you are nervous or you're worried you can always go to christianamericantees.com you can pick you up um, one of these premium christian american teas that will let the world know that you put christ first you put your country second and then the example you set while wearing one of these will hopefully garner the attention of those that are struggling with their faith or that are non-believers and get them to think about their own lives and the way that they act and with that uh, i wish you a blessed weekend and we will see you back on monday thank you very much